do you think that there has been times in the past where they have entered bone town population them too mm-hmm. and uh <laughs> like they've been interrupted a million times like the mom is like knocking on the door yeah the dad is like knocking on the door the brother is uh knocking on the door everybody's knocking on their door and so eventually <laughs> and this happens like five times before freddie murky was like you know what i gotta resort to murder hello content hounds the lyric content. boys are back i'm lucian Love flores and with me is my friend andrew stieglitz andrew friend say hello. And fellow content fellow content hound as well yes this episode we are talking about the band queen and what we're gonna do is we're gonna take 10 wild ridiculous very funny very comical insane queen lyrics we're gonna talk about them we're gonna make jokes we are gonna share stories we're gonna dive into these lyrics and we're gonna have a good time and you are going to have a good time too uh yeah so especially if you're a content hound for anyone at home who doesn't know the band queen well they are one of the biggest bands of the last century but in case you don't know who they are andrew can you tell our audience about queen tell them about queen please Yeah, in case your head has been jammed up your ass crack your whole life, let me tell you about one of the biggest bands in the entire world. Wow. (laughs) Queen Queen is a... Wikipedia would tell you that Queen is a British rock band formed in London in 1970, right? That's what Wikipedia would tell you. I'm telling you to question everything right now. Take everything that your mother, your father has tried to tell you about Queen and throw it out the window because okay not only are they a rock band but they have many genres cool <laughs> <laughs> tell me anyway, more about Queen yeah I will tell you more they have many genres uh they can go from like psychedelic cool crazy sounds to like a 1930s jazz song to opera to hard fucking rock up your ass uh on like 30 seconds of a song i'm slightly exaggerating but that's kind of how it is uh so freddie mercury the lead singer brian may the guitarist roger taylor on drums john deacon on bass uh that's like their lineup that has like i mean later for after freddie mercury died of aids uh adam lambert in these last 10 years has taken over as a singer mm-hmm. uh and that's who they tour with and, but i don't think they've released any music with mm, adam that lambert. makes sense but basically they have huge hits uh we will rock you we are the champions bohemian rhapsody you know these hits and if you don't turn off the podcast because i don't want to interact with you if you've uh, seen a movie that came out in the last 20 years there's most definitely a queen song in it yeah and if you've seen the mighty ducks there are two queen songs in that movie (laughs) uh what songs tell me tell me tell the content we will we will rock you and we are the champions spoiler alert the mighty ducks win the championship I'm going to have to edit that out. That's not cool, man. It's just a big bleep. So what happens in the Mighty Ducks movie? (laughs) Yeah. Instead of editing, everything I don't like, I just throw a huge bleep. (laughs) Anyway, so so, yeah, Queen, big hits. Big like... So, you know, 
I knew Queen and I knew, of course, all the radio hits and their big songs, but I didn't really know the nitty gritty songs in the middle of albums. Yeah. Like I, well, I never they have listened. so many, mm-hmm. they have so many songs and they have so many albums. Um, especially like in their prime, they released so many, they would release like almost an album a year starting mm-hmm. in like 72, I think is when their first album was yeah. out. And so listening to the queen catalog, a couple things jumped out at me because I know them as this band that has huge theatrical, large, really fun numbers, really playful songs, really, kind of whimsical moments like lazing on a Sunday afternoon, just like really like fun moments. Right. Yeah. So I was surprised, you know, they do have really heavy songs too. I was surprised by how tender and heartbroken Freddie Mercury seemed to be in the first couple albums. Oh, kind of surprised me. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of sadness. And he's just someone to me who comes across as such a vivacious, like excited Man, that is interesting to dig into that. Um, I mean, if anything, so uh, there was that movie that came out a couple years ago, Bohemian Rhapsody, about Freddie Mercury's life, which sucked. But if we could say anything good about that movie, it did portray uh, the early years of Freddie well in terms of like his like isolation and loneliness mm-hmm. and like desire to connect and like, yeah. his sexuality a little bit. Uh, so I think that. Like that's something that we learn a little bit of, and then you could hear it in in the songs too. Yeah, one other thing about Queen that made me laugh just listening to their catalog is they do this thing that a lot of British rock bands from the seventies do, which oh, is yeah. have songs about like mythology and like yeah gods and creatures, and I, like so. Led Zeppelin does that. Cream does that. The Kinks Black do Sabbath that for sure. Yeah, Black Sabbath. Like, so I was looking at these, these. The names of Queen songs are Jesus. There's a song just about Jesus. These are like <laughs> the, I love how you say they're they have songs about mythical creatures, and then immediately the first one, for example, Jesus. Sorry. Uh, so the first couple of albums are filled with songs like this: Jesus, Great King Rat, My Fairy Kind. Yeah. Mad the they Swine, have, yeah, Ogre, Ogre Battle. Battle, The Fairy Feller's Master Stroke. <laughs> yeah, my favorite is White <laughs> That's Queen. about a guy jerking off, by the way. Oh, there we go. Master Stroke. There's White Queen and the March of the Black Queen. So, the diversity Taking in on Queens. Relations. Very yeah. nice. Uh, yeah, so just like... Was there a thing that's like, if you were a 70s British band, you have to get hyped about like mythology and just like <laughs> no. creatures because that doesn't about happen now <laughs> it's not no. like your standard rock band is what i got a song that's like oh man guys like ulysses <laughs> was so totally tempted by sirens imagine imagine a mumble rapper mumbling about an ogre battle he's like yeah 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 ogre motherfucker ogre motherfucker I don't know. That's my impression. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So I'm just like, I feel like they stopped that at some point, but that was a whole side of queen. I did not know about at all. Yeah. They yeah. did stop that. Like after their second, it was only those first two albums really. And, and then I feel like they were like, wow, this is really dumb. Why does any, there was definitely like a moment, like post like 1975 Britain where everybody was mm. like, whoa, what the fuck happened? Why did we all sing about ogres and shit? Yeah, <laughs> just so, so much of it. I, I my vision, my view of that is that like 
life in Britain in like the 60s and 70s was so like not not boring necessarily, but it was just so like plain that they were like I mean there was no like obviously there was like hardships in humanity, but like it was just so like right went to the market today, had a bugaloo. Bugaloo was delicious. I Amazing. ate a a watercress bibbly bub. And then, so in order to escape that mundane British life, they were like, "What about ogres? You think you think ogres are cool, right?" That's just you digging into the psyche of a nineteen seventies British man. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, shame. About I don't the know people, what it right? is, but you don't see like American bands from that era doing the same thing. <laughs> like no, you because life in America is hard. Hmm. All right, so Andrew. Yeah. You got a Queen lyric to start us off? One of our first 10 lyrics? Boy, do I. Let me bring Oof. this up here. Uh, up. <laughs> the first lyric I picked is from a song called Good Old Fashioned Lover Boy, which we already mentioned briefly in this intro. It is an, an, a great example of how Queen uh, has like super random genres sometimes and it's very like 1920s sounding this song uh, and the lyric is dining at the Ritz will meet at nine precisely one two three four five six seven eight nine o'clock I will pay the bill you taste the wine driving back in style in my saloon will do quite nicely this is uh, reading this I was like wow this guy is a little controlling, this this narrator. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little bit. A little controlling. Imagine going on a date with someone and they're like, let me tell you how the date's going to go. You're going to taste the wine, okay? <laughs> You're just going to taste it. I will pay the check. That's nice, I guess. We'll meet at 9 precisely. Not 901, not 859. And is, yeah. <laughs> you will sit on the left corner of the table facing adjacent at 45 degrees to the kitchen in which a waiter will come out and he will say hello how may i help you he will not say how can i help you he will say how may i help you this is someone just with a strong case of anxiety who needs to like have a handle on everything and they're like listen it's at nine o'clock and like 901 (laughs) comes and the person's not there and they're just freaking out they're like hyperventilating their hair's all messed up but and then the I, person's like, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go for the beer instead of the wine. And it's like, we arranged before. You you taste the wine, okay? I pay the check. You taste the wine. I like the idea that something happened to this person in the past where like they tasted the wine and they're like, mm, very nice. And then they brought the wine <laughs> to the table, and everyone's like, this wine is objectively terrible. It is purely just cat piss. And the person's <laughs> like, oh my god, okay, guys, this is the last time I taste wine again. Yeah, or he tasted the wine on a date, and that date went really well. So now mm. every time he has a date, he's like, you have to taste the wine. Do you feel that it's a lot of, like, I'm not, a, a, I don't know that much about wine. I know there's red and there's white, and they're from different regions, and it's made from grapes. But how do you feel when you get wine at a restaurant and the, the person, the, the waiter, pours you like a nice little sip? And then just watches you sip it for your for your okay. How do you feel in those uh, moments? Let me ask you what restaurant are question. you going to? What I I've never had a waiter pour me wine and then stare directly into my eye sockets and be like, "How is it?" 
Wait, you've what, actually never what restaurant? You've never had I that? don't think so. That's like a standard thing. You get wine at restaurants. Okay. My dining experience <laughs> consists of Burger King, Taco Bell. <laughs> no, what do you... Unless, what? like, I'm just, like, stealthily leading this, like, one percent of life that I don't know about. Yeah, like, you What are. do you mean you guys don't have the waiter <laughs> just, like... I have, like, I have the waiter bring the wine to my entire board of directors before he gives it to me so that they can see if I'm not being poisoned. What? You guys don't live like this? So, this is the thing. If you order, like, a bottle of wine or... At a, at a restaurant, um, they like bring all the cups out, and then the like bartender, or sorry, the the waiter goes to the person who looks like the most like senior member of like <laughs> the table, and just pours them a little wine. <laughs> and the person takes a sip and is like, "Yep, it's good." And then he pours the rest of the glass and pours glasses. Where you are, you are the one percent. <laughs> this, this is a thing that happens. Let's You're move on. With like fucking. Bill Gates. <laughs> the weird, th- yeah. All right. The yeah, it's a uh, thing that happens. The awkward thing about like this though is like they're like I've, sometimes the waiters just like give it to the man instead, and it's like kind of sexist. <laughs> it's like I don't know why oh you God. want me to like try this wine. Like I am not the. I wine mean, the way you're the describing table. these restaurants, it it literally sounds to me like maybe they segregate the restaurant too like that's how like just like white I, I and don't rich know. it is i've seen this in the us i've seen this in italy i've seen this in like this happens this happens wow way to country drop country drop yeah all right so uh, let me do a song hit me so i got a song for you and it's called tie your mother down it's i picked the- this song too amazing so this is from a day at the races um, yes. And so the whole song is basically, well, I'll, I'll just say a, say a lyric. Tie your mother down. Tie your mother down. Send your little brother swimming with the brick. That's all right. Later in the song, tie your mother down. Lock your daddy out of doors. I don't need him nosing around. Tie your mother down. Tie your mother down. Give me all your love tonight. Yeah, and then later in the song, I'll I'll throw in the lyric that I have too because it's okay. the same song. Later in the song, it goes, "Oh, your mammy and your daddy gonna plague me till I die." They can't understand it. I'm just a peace loving guy. Okay, so a lot to <laughs> lot to break down, but essentially this, yeah. this song boils down to literally go out, kill your brother, lock your dad outside of the house, tie up your mom just so we can have sex tonight, basically. Yeah, um, I don't know if maybe the person he's having sex with is... There There are two roads I see this going down. The person okay. he's having sex with um, is really into this type of like bondage and terrible things happening to other people, and it's the only way they can get aroused, right? Okay. The other so road I see this going down problems. is... Yep, but the other okay. road I see this going down is actually way more problematic than that. Uh, and it's just that Freddie Mercury is straight up non-consensual. I don't I don't think that's what it is. Because okay. the, the way I read this, and not to get super analytical, but he's basically saying like, this song is being um, delivered to like one person, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, listen, 
we're gonna get down tonight that feels pretty consensual like the like okay. that relationship yeah. good 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 but, that's what but, I, I want okay but we cannot have your brother listening we can't have your dad stopping us we can't have your mom stopping us it's basically just like okay, these are so, the barriers for from from you and me to go to bone town usa population us too yeah and it's your family members and we <laughs> i just like basically like yeah to me it's just like you got you must do everything you can to stop your family now here's the question this, this begs the question then do you think that there has been times in the past where they have entered bone town population them too Mm -hmm. And uh, like they've been interrupted a million times. Like the mom is like knocking on the door. Yeah. The dad is like knocking on the door. The brother is uh, knocking on the door. Everybody's knocking on their door. And so eventually, <laughs> and this happens like five times before Freddie Mercury was like, you know what? I got to resort to murder. I can't. The, I can't have this happen again. It's also like the dad gets to be locked out of the house. He gets the best side of the deal. He could just like go to the bar and drink away his issues. The mom <laughs> yeah. is getting tied down, which she'll she's, she's still gonna hear everything. She's just tied down. He can't do anything about it. And yeah. then the brother is swimming with the brick, so he's being killed mafia style. The brother, and I imagine, is probably the most annoying character in this. He knocks twice. Oh yeah, he doesn't so, listen to them being like we're occupied. I when just listening to the song, I'm like, wow, you know, maybe just find another place to do it or another time. <laughs> maybe you don't need to involve homicide to get it yeah, on. Do you think he proposed this idea to to the significant other, or do you think yeah. he was like immediately he resorted to a full on murder <laughs> instead They're of like, just being like, hey, do you want to go somewhere else? They're, yeah, they're like, what should we do about this? And he's like, okay, I'll go first. Um, dad, outside. Mom, we're going to tie her down. Your brother, we're killing. Um, then we can do it. <laughs> and then she's like, okay, okay um, I was thinking maybe we can get like maybe a my room. Place. Or yeah, oh, my yeah. place like that. <laughs> and he's like, yes. Um, <clears throat> yep, yep, that's also good. That's de oh, definitely much better than mine. You're so smart. You really are so smart. I think also he was really looking for an excuse to kill all these people and he found it in the fact that they knock on the door while they're having sex like mm -hmm. he immediately didn't like them and instead of being like uh instead of like owning it and being like yeah i don't like these people he's just like give me give me one fucking reason not to tie you down and throw you in a river and then they knocked on the door and he's like there's my reason that's what it a man <laughs> so um was are we counting that as your second lyric and now it goes to my second lyric let's count that as my second lyric i mean i i could do another one but i won't the content hounds they need to get on with their day so let's move on wow they really need to hear this deliberation so my second lyric is the song delilah from the album innuendo <laughs> from 1991 oh, super late album yeah, it's him very late. So this song is cheesy. Just going to say that. I did that. not know this song or this album at all. It's a little cheesy. This album is very, like, the couple songs I heard from these later Queen albums, I actually enjoyed with their, like, big synth. It's the type of synth that is, like, so big and large. I can, like, yeah, picture very 80s. the person making that, like, facial expression. It's like, wow. And, like, they're wearing, like, big sunglasses, like, every time. Like, those music videos, there's always, like, the synth player just, like, we're in like wayfarers being like ooh, yeah. and I, I, that's like the vibe i get but it's about freddie mercury's cat delilah 
So. Okay. Yes. So the lyric is, you make me so very happy when you cuddle up and go to sleep beside me. And then you make me slightly mad when you pee all over my Chippendale suit. You take over my house and home. You even try to answer my telephone. Delilah, you're the apple of my eye. Meow. Meow. (laughs) Meow. Delilah, I love you. Delilah. This this sounds like a man just breaking down and going absolutely crazy. (laughs) Yes. He goes from singing (laughs) Ogre Battle and like Dragon Attack to Meow. (laughs) Yeah. It's like Delilah. So one thing I had also. Okay, yeah, go, 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 go. One thing I had look up what Chippendale suit was, and that apparently is just really old antique furniture. So this cat has basically peed all over his antique furniture. And he's like, whatever, you run this place. So when you were reading this lyric, while, which I was reading it at the same time as you, um, I wish that you hadn't said it was about his cat because mm. I saw the line, when you pee all over my Chippendale suit, and I was like, what? the fuck is going on here and then it said so my impression of this was you make me slightly mad when you peel over my chippendale suit you take over my house and home you even try to answer my telephone it, i i thought this was just about like a normal like a relationship like where, a torrid love affair that just yeah <laughs> the girl is like peeing all over the place and he's like slightly upset about that and then she tries to answer the phone and he's like listen you could pee on my Chippendale suit okay that's fine don't even fucking think about touching my telephone and then he just says meow a bunch uh (laughs) so so I thought I didn't notice that part actually what's if you listen to this song on like the the song itself the meow is really drawn out and it's very fun it's kind of like meow and I like it (laughs) So to me, this is, you know, the Beatles song, Martha, my dear. Yeah. Which is off, about Paul McCartney's dog. It's yes. about Paul McCartney's sheepdog, Martha off the white album. Right. And that is like a very sweet, very playful romp of a song. Really fun. And it's about McCartney's sheepdog. And I feel like that is like how you do a really good song about your pet. And this is like a little bit on the more like, this is the more obvious version of that. Like in Martha, my dear, Paul McCartney was just like, Martha, my dear. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Like it's clearly a dog, right? There's nothing else it could be. Paul McCartney barking like DMX raps. You know the way DMX raps sometimes where he's like, (laughs) yeah, exactly. So it's, but despite the cheesiness, it's very heartwarming and sweet. It's like this man loves his cat. Yeah. It's very nice. I am going to go ahead and pretend it's not about a cat. And I'm just going to picture a woman answering the phone and Freddie Mercury going fucking crazy. But then he finds pee in the bed and he's like, oh, you made me slightly mad, but that's okay. Take Everybody that. can have their own interpretation. All right. Let me have yeah. mine. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. Give me your third queen. <laughs> I just hurt my throat doing that. Lyric. <clears throat> Andrew is coughing after he barked like DMX. <laughs> um, all right. Let me give you my third lyric. <clears throat> Here's mm. a song. A song off the album, A Night at the Opera, which is where my first song was off of, too. I should mention that. This song is called I'm in Love with My Car. Uh It's kind of infamous in that it's like so weird. So uh, the lyric is, I'm in love with my car. Got a feel for my automobile. 
get a grip on my boy racer roll bar. Such a thrill when your radial squeal. Told my girl I'll have to forget her. Rather buy a new carburetor. Here's the question I'd like to pose to you. Pose it. You ready for this question? I'm ready for this question. Have you ever seen a car? So okay. nice. I know where this is going immediately. <laughs> <laughs> and the answer that is not only do I think that, <laughs> I have done that. Give me the story. Give me the story. Um, I once saw this nice 2008 Pontiac Aztec. And I said, hey there, you pretty lady or man or, or non-binary vehicle, whatever you are, whatever you identify as. Can yeah. we do it? And the car said nothing because it's an inanimate object. And then I did the car and now I have a baby. Anyway. Yeah. No, I don't <laughs> That's think that. how the that Cars universe it. was born? That's how the Cars universe was born. <laughs> I do not tend to think of cars in sexualized ways. Unfortunately. Yeah. I wish I could. I wish like. I think Lightning McQueen is a fucking snack. <laughs> yeah, definitely a snack. Um. I think, you know, there's like sometimes the cars are really loud and they, they roar and like some people are like, yeah. Ooh, listen to that baby purr. That's not me. That's definitely not me. When a car is Nobody really loud. Nobody has said that since 1958. <laughs> when a car makes a really loud engine noise, I'm just like, God damn, why can't you be more quiet? Mm-hmm. That's really loud and my ears hurt. Me too. There's also, I'm, I'm, we don't, uh, there's just another lyric in this song that I noticed those cars don't talk back. They're just four wheeled friends now. And I like that as well because it's so. First of all, this is not even Frederick Mercury singing, right? This is is this Roger Taylor? The yeah, I like his voice a lot. I think it's fun. I think he has a couple other songs, right? That um, I do like that. Uh, I do like just how in depth he goes with his description of the car. It's very sexualized, uh, and I do like that his number one thing is they don't talk back. He likes. <laughs> he's just. He's got to work out he something. Gets mad, he gets mad at his girlfriend and he's like, I'm going to go spend some time in my car. And she's like, don't, how dare you cheat on me with the car? And he's like, well, cars don't talk back, woman. I think, yes, that happens. I think what happens is when Roger Taylor takes his car to the mechanic and he's like, listen, mechanic, this car needs an oil change. And the mechanic comes well, out with a nice, listen to the joke. The mechanic comes out. With the ni- two cups and a nice little bottle of motor oil. And it pours a little motor oil in one cup and gives it to Roger Taylor to taste. And then Roger Taylor's like, yes, this motor oil is good. And the mechanic's like, good choice, sir. And then just pours two nice glasses of motor oil. Uh, <laughs> nice callback to the wine. Yes. Uh, doesn't everybody's mechanic do that? Also, I was going to say he brings it to the mechanic. And the mechanic opens the hood and he's like, this car is filled with juice. <laughs> There's no motor oil in here. It's just cum. Yeah, it's like you take the car to the mechanic. You're like, oh, sir, ma'am, whoever, whomever, Mr. Mechanic, you, this car doesn't run anymore. And the mechanic like pops up in the hood and it's like, it is uh, filled to the brim with <laughs> cum. And that's why it does not start. Okay. And the guy's like, well, I don't know where that came from. I mean, the, the last guy <laughs> I took it to, he must have been up to something. I think that's glue. Are you sure that's just not Elmer's? Uh, oh, I had an art project for um, adult 
night school and um i made a big mistake and i'm driving away now but my car won't start so i'm just jogging i'm running full blast out of this mechanic shop you can keep my cum car if you want it <laughs> all right so, so, so let's do my third lyric that sounds yes, good please. um so this song is from the 1989 album the miracle and Another song, super late album that nobody uh, listens yeah. to except for you. Except for me for this podcast. No offense, find Queen. Ridiculous Queen lyrics. Okay. This song is also, it's all it's called The Miracle as well. Yeah. This song is also, in general, just pretty cheesy, but pretty fun, but ridiculously cheesy. And so the whole song is just naming things that are like beautiful and awe-inspiring. And it's like, wow, that's a miracle. So, for example... <laughs> We're having a miracle on earth. Mother nature does it all for us. The wonders of this world go on. The hanging gardens of Babylon. Captain Cook and Cain and Abel. Jimi Hendrix to the Tower of Babel. <laughs> Babylon. <laughs> it's a miracle. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. So yeah. Wow. This, Is it a miracle? This, it's just about miracles. Other things mentioned. Sahara deserts. All God's creation. This sounds like a Golden Gate. Taj Mahal, yeah. open heart surgeries, Mona Lisa, everything. What does it sound uh, like a precursor? This sounds like a, a precursor to the Insane Clown Posse song, Miracles. Exactly what I thought when I listened to this. Oh, okay. So <laughs> if, if, you do, if you're a listener, if you're a content hound of this podcast and you don't know the Insane Clown Posse song, Miracles, it came out in, I want to say, like 2010, because I definitely yeah. have memories of like <laughs> being a freshman in college and everyone being like, what the hell is this song? This is hilarious. Yeah. So, Instant Clown Posse is a band of like two white boy rappers that dress like clowns, and they're actually secretly they're juggalos. Like, they're juggalos. They're secretly Christian, and they pour soda, fago soda on their on audience members of their shows. And so they have this song called Miracles, and it's similar to this. It's just a listing of things, and those things are like miracles. And it has the infamous line, "Fucking magnets." How do they work? <laughs> Which is amazing and clearly like a worse version of this song, but similar vibe. And yeah. I like that Jimi Hendrix gets a, sh- gets a shout out, as does in this like similar, like, oh, there's the Gardens of Babylon. Jimi Hendrix is like, yes, same level of <laughs> same miracle. Level. Yeah. <laughs> Captain Cook from, wait, what is Captain Cook? Uh, British famed British explorer, I believe. I had to Google it too. Okay, Captain Cook, and then like what the Taj Mahal. Yeah, <laughs> on this theme. Yeah, I wouldn't uh, quite put those two at the same on the same level, especially because I've heard of one of those things and not the other. It's like, oh man, you know it's a miracle the pyramids in Egypt. Yeah, or it's just also like, when pizza comes to your house in yeah. 20 minutes. <laughs> Man, this beer right now is a miracle. These napkins, miracle. This microphone, the way it takes my voice and puts it over to your screen, miracle. This water, how it hydrates me, miracle. This cup, how it holds the water, miracle. This, this reminds me of this video I've seen of this man, this super Christian man that's like, listen, look at this banana. And he talks about a banana in so much detail because he's like, this banana proves God's creation. He's like, the banana, 
and it just like gets very sexual because like it's a banana but he like holds it and he's like look the peel for protection and he's like but it's curved so perfectly you can fit it in your hand this and is he's the like, most repressed gay person <laughs> he's he's so close to whipping out a dick and being like look how perfectly veiny that he is also a miracle give me your fourth lyric buddy lyrics a miracle uh my fourth lyric is from the song oh wow i picked a lot from i'm just realizing i picked a lot from uh night at the opera but that's like their best it's a album. good album it's, okay. it's like yeah. one of their more classic albums yeah i it's went the off the board Bohemian so on it. you ground me you know that that's the duality that people sign up for when they listen to this podcast. Yeah, you pick random fucking shit that I'm not even sure is real, and I pick a classic 1975 masterpiece. That's how it works. Uh, this song is called "Death on Two Legs," and it goes insane. You should be put inside. You're a sewer rat decaying in a cesspool of pride. Should be made unemployed. Then make yourself null and void. And in a previous episode, we talked about really good insults and, and idols. We talked about really good insults. I think that this is right up there with Joe Talbot's style of insulting somebody. Yeah, I mean, imagine it's, it's getting into a fight song. with somebody and they're just like, you're a sewer rat decaying in a cesspool of pride and you should be made unemployed. It's the idol song, <laughs> Don't Fight a Man with a Perm. That's like... Uh, yeah. Me oh my Roy, you look like a walking thyroid. You're one <laughs> yeah. big neck with sausage hands, right? And yeah. this reading this lyric too makes me feel like it's similarly just like amazing, amazing yeah. lyric. Sewer rat decaying in a cesspool of pride. Yeah. Ugh. Uh you should be made unemployed, then make yourself null null and void. It's basically like Nobody should ever hire you. You should not have any money. You should then go homeless. And then after you're homeless, you should kill yourself. Also, later in the song, he does say that because he says, do you feel like, sorry, he says, do you feel like suicide? I think you should. (laughs) That would be a good idea for you, sir. So aggressive. It's so aggressive. This song, I think, is about uh, one of their former record executives. And I believe... It's a manager. I was looking that up, yeah. Yes, and I believe it is portrait. It's the same guy that... Uh, this could be wrong, but I think it's the same guy that Mike Myers played in the movie Bohemian Rhapsody. Because Mike Myers played... Mike Myers record- was in Bohemian Rhapsody? Yeah, he played that Damn. record executive who like wouldn't w- didn't want them to do the song Bohemian Rhapsody. He's like, nobody's going to listen to this shit. And I'm pretty sure that's what this song is about. Um, so I read that. So it's, it's about one of the earlier managers and after the song came out, the manager sued the band for defamation and basically they settled <laughs> out of court and he got money, which totally proves to the world that this song is about you. Oh yeah. For, yes. I don't even think that they were hiding. I'm, I think that Freddie Mercury was like, yeah, I'm talking to you, Mr. Mike Myers guy. You should fucking kill yourself. <laughs> Yeah. So, what did he trans- do to them? To like, there's a like. He was just like, yeah, I don't think people are gonna like the song. And then Freddie Mercury's like, oh, you don't think so? I think you should stop existing. Well, I think that's funny because in my fourth lyric transition to me and what I have to say, that's clever and funny. Fucking. Attention. I'm gonna talk about their song "Don't Try Suicide" <laughs> off the 1980 album oh, "The yeah. Game." 
I was very so, close to picking this song too. It's very funny to me that we just went from a Queen lyric that's like, you should do a suicide to a song that's don't try suicide. So the lyric <laughs> is, don't try suicide. You're just going to hate it. So... <laughs> That's how ridiculous. <laughs> like, it's it's so casual. It's like don't don't smoke a cigarette. You're just gonna hate it. Don't blow your brains out. At the end of the day, you're gonna be like, hmm, shouldn't have blown my brains out. <laughs> so, well, so later he goes. So you think it's the easy way out? Think you're gonna slash your wrist this time, baby? When you do it all, when sorry, baby, when you do it, all you do is get on my tits. <laughs> so basically like you killing yourself right now, is dude. just like a bother to me you know like you like who says the, get on my tits i assume that means like get on my nerves right yeah like, i know yeah, yeah. i know but like <laughs> has anybody in the history of the world ever been like dude you really get on my tits right now <laughs> when gerald slashed his wrist and he killed himself that really certainly got on, got on my tits. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, so I think it's like, interesting... I'm really pissed off today. Why? Well, yeah, Gerald killed himself. So you're pissed off? Well, I told him not to try it. He tried it. I told him he wouldn't like it, and he didn't. So I think it's noble. It's like, it's good. It's okay. Interesting song, because objectively, it's a good thing to probably have an anti suicide song. That is a good message. That is, sure is. A, a, that is a that is a good thing. That is an objectively nice thing for society. But then the argument is just like you're gonna mess it up. Like you won't like it. <laughs> it's like you're such a you're such a fuck up. You can't do anything right. That just trying to kill yourself. You're not even gonna get that right. You're such an idiot. You can't even do suicide. And it's like it's an interesting argument to make. There's another version of this song that's like, don't try suicide. You have so much to live for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Versus like, but it's just But this version is like, don't do I'm just going to have to clean up the mess afterwards. And it's really going to get on my tits, man. I'm, I'm curious if this works better than the other message, though. Who knows? <laughs> if, if they're like, the only reason I'm going to not try suicide is because I don't want to bother Freddie Mercury right now. He's got a lot on really, his mind. I was just standing on top of the Golden Gate Bridge thinking about how I have nothing to offer to this world. Then I was like, oh man, I'm totally going to get on Freddie Mercury's tits right now. <laughs> All right, give us your fifth and final Andrew oh, Stieglitz lick. Oh, final. Wow, this is so... Uh, Having too much fun. This is so sudden. I don't know how we're going to end this. All right. Uh, okay. This... Yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> This song is from the album. Oh, God damn it. Are you kidding me? It's from Night at the Opera 2. <laughs> All my songs are from this album. Shit. All right. No one, it's called no one cares. Lazing on a Sunday Afternoon. Bicycling on every Wednesday evening, Thursdays, I go waltzing to the zoo. I come from London town. I'm just an ordinary guy. Fridays... I go painting in the Louvre. I'm bound to be proposing on a Saturday night. There he goes again. I'll be lazing on a Sunday afternoon. Now, this man's life is packed to the brim with activities. He calls himself an ordinary man. Uh, and then he's like, immediately, he's like, yeah, Fridays, I go painting in the Louvre. Like every ordinary person does. I fly my chartered private plane from London 
to Paris. I go to the Louvre where everybody knows my name as they do everybody's name because that's how people, ordinary people are. I paint standing in front of the Mona Lisa. And then I propose on Saturday night, I guess, to a woman that I see out in the garden of the Louvre. Just an ordinary guy. Because, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, so to be fair to him... Mm-hmm. It's the protagonist of the song. I feel like going from London to Paris is the equivalent of going from like New York City to Jersey. It's from going to New York City to the Ikea Paramus. The Ikea in Paramus, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you know, it's like I our... Feel like it, I feel like it's not that much. You just take a tunnel. <laughs> you take a bridge, you're there. Um, so I, I also have a question about this song. Uh-huh. I was thinking about this person just painting in the Louvre, and I was wondering... Do you think that's like them thinking that's how they can get their art on the wall? They're just like, listen, every day I come here, sunrise to sunset, I'm painting in the Louvre. And one day, Da Vinci or Monet is going to walk by and be like, kid, you're doing an amazing job. Why don't you put your painting (laughs) up on that wall? 15th century artists. Well, yeah, I imagine this person doesn't know they're dead or just like wants their recognition. Oh, yeah, this person is so out of touch. I put my time and effort in. When am I going to get my shot? Do you think it's like that? Or do you think they just are simply having a nice day painting paintings of paintings? Well, I think they're like, I think they're like, uh, yeah, I'm an ordinary person just like everybody else, right? I have a chartered private helicopter. I, uh, I waltz in and around the zoo with the monkeys because they let me into the private entrance but i'm an ordinary guy like that's what they do to everybody i remember in fifth grade i had a conversation with this kid in my school and we were talking we're chatting we're shooting the fifth grade shit (laughs) and he was like the average salary of an american is definitely like a hundred thousand dollars oh my god and i was like no, it's probably not. <laughs> the average salary is probably a, a lot lower than that. And he's like, it's 100%, $100,000. He's like, I cannot even fathom not making like $100,000. This kid's in like, fifth grade. He's like, I make $100,000 now in fifth grade. My like, after by the time I graduate program. high school, I'm totally going to be hitting seven digits, right? Jesus. It's like a... a, a a fourth grader going to a school or going to like the school cafeteria and it's like, what do you mean you don't take cryptocurrency? You guys don't have <laughs> Ethereum up in this bitch. <laughs> Sorry. That was me going for a catchphrase that will just not land. I don't know what it was, but I like it. <laughs> I don't know what it was too. I am a terribly ashamed audience at home, but when I talk in a deeper voice, I feel like I got authority. Anyway. You ready for my fifth and final, 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 final lyric? Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. This was. I feel like this is a bit short. Oh, I got a couple of YouTube comments we can go through after, after you give give me the lyric. Well, speaking of YouTube, when I went to this song's music video, which I'm not even gonna say the song yet. I just want to give this warning. The YouTube page said this video might be inappropriate for some people. And I clicked on, I understand, and I wish to proceed. So, my question is, Andrew, this lyric I'm about to say, this song, it might be inappropriate for some people. Do you wish to proceed, and do you understand? 
Um, I, I, if, if it's too inappropriate, if I deem it too inappropriate, I'm going to throw up an entire sensor bar over this whole thing. <laughs> People are just going to hear for like 30 more minutes. I will leave it to the audience at home. Audience at home. If you <laughs> understand and you wish to proceed, continue on. If you don't, you can take out your headphones and go outside and pray what to your God. Be? What what could be so possibly inappropriate? <laughs> so the song is Bicycle Race. <laughs> what? So no, the reason it's inappropriate is the music video is a bunch of naked women riding around on bicycles. So YouTube was like, Lucian, I don't think you want to see a bunch of naked women riding around <laughs> bicycles. And I was like, thank you for thinking about me, YouTube, and looking out for my best interest. <laughs> <laughs> Lucian, I don't think you're ready <laughs> to get aroused right now. Um, so the, the, the lyric from bicycle race is you say black, I say white, you say bark, I say bite, you say shark, I say, Hey man, Jaws was never my scene and I don't like star Wars. So classically, uh, yeah, the original like Twitter troll, right? Classic contrarian. Stieglitz and I both went to film school, <laughs> heard of it, <laughs> and we definitely, <laughs> we You're definitely went you know to You know what? People think that, too, in film school. They're like, I'm in film school. Uh, are you aware that I make art? Are you aware of movies? I go to school with people who also want to make Hubie Halloween, just like me. Um, so, <laughs> but there were definitely people in our school that were like this. They were like, any popular movie, they're just like, no. That's not my art, but so yeah. this is and people cl- would say that like Shrek is not art, and we would get into <laughs> highly contentious debates about it. Who who would dare think that? Mm. What trolls? So I this person is this this narr- narrator of this song, this protagonist is clearly such a contrarian, right? One person says black, they say white. One person says bark, they say bite. But then when someone says shark, they were like, hey man, okay, like Jaws, I don't like that movie, and I hate Star Wars. So it's like. All this, this person is, you know that there are, there's definitely a time in your life, and for me, this is maybe like 2010, early college, like freshman, when I there, I was like, there were bands I didn't like, and that defined my taste in things for a while. I was like, this band is not a band I like, and yeah, well, that defines me. So this, this to me, this is like that type of person that's like, listen, he's waiting for any moment to like shit on things. And it's like, you said, you said, um, shark. Well, I hate jaws. And it's like similar. It's like, okay. Yeah. They're, oh my God, dude. There are so many, just like, especially online these days, there are so many people that are like, you said the word vacuum. Well, that makes me think of sucking. And you know what else sucks? Jaws. Exactly. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's like, okay, there's uh, a bug in my apartment. And you're like, Bug, a beetle, the Beatles, the most overrated <laughs> rock band of four Philistine untalented artists from an overrated country of England. And guess what? I also <laughs> really don't like the Simpsons. Just the whole country. It's overrated. Yeah. Uh, I love how you could just boil down an entire ancient culture and just be like, stamp, overrated. It's like I feel... <laughs> Like that to me, the person who says that, yeah, I imagine is like never left their town. They're yeah, from like the boonies, and they're like, Why would I want to leave this small town in oh Kansas when I can <laughs> to go to England? What do they got in England? They don't even have Walmart. I don't know. 
Yeah. So uh, there was one YouTube comment that I thought was not that funny, but interesting. It was that someone was like, Freddie, as in Freddie Mercury, colon, I want to ride my bicycle. Roger, as in Roger Taylor, I'm in love with my car. Hmm. Hmm. What an interesting thing to point out. Queen, normal people, fun guys, or transit hounds. You decide. (laughs) If you're a content hound, let us know. If you're a transit hound, also let us know. So that's it. Duke it out in the comments. So that's it for our uh, 10 lyrics. You said you had a YouTube comment or two you wanted to tell me about? Oh, yeah. I forgot to read uh, for Tire Mother Down. This YouTube comment made me laugh. It It says, Mother tied up. Daddy locked out. Brother swimming in the creek. Hotel Trivago. <laughs> Thought that was a great piece of a content hound itcher. Good, good spawn, spawn con. <laughs> spawn con hounds. Uh, okay, so this is the part of the podcast when we've exhausted the 10 funny, ridiculous queen lyrics, and we just try to come up with our own queen lyric on the spot. To be clear, we have not written anything beforehand. Oh, I forgot about this. This is hard, and I don't know what I'm going to do, and... Um, I need a pen. I need a pen. How do we even do this? Because their lyrics are like so. There's so many different like styles. This is actually hard. <laughs> this is definitely harder for me for Weezers. I, I think I had to come at it with a very specific perspective. All right, I got something. It's, it's fucking stupid as shit. I got something too. It's terrible. <laughs> so we are both in a good place. I definitely felt good about. Some of our made-up lyrics in the past, and this is definitely the one I feel the worst about. Yeah, well, we 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 skipped a, a few episodes of doing that, and I feel like we probably should have skipped this one, but no. we didn't. I don't okay. think we should ever skip it. We we, we skipped. We forgot give to the, do "Modest Mouse," give the and the Beach Boys is our first episode, so we didn't think to do it. All right, here we go. All I'm right, gonna this just, is I'm Andrew Stieglitz, Queen lyric. Picture this in Freddie Mercury's voice where he's very like, oh, you know, like powerful and shit. And he's just like singing about doing cool things. All right, ready? I'm a rock and roll killer. My bike or my car. I want a filler. You think you're all that and a can of beans? Well, you're not. Know why? Because this is Queen. i I feel like they have like weird sayings like all that in a can of beans (laughs) i really thought it was all that in a can of beans and there's a man (laughs) told me that this is queen and i don't think that anymore okay i will say that lyric is better than mine (laughs) so we are clearly (laughs) gonna end this podcast on a high note i wrote it on a legal pad but baby don't take me to court over how bad this is (laughs) i might wow sorry so i I wrote a sequel called a sequel to a queen song that we know and love So imagine this. Oh, oh shit! I didn't even think to do that. Oh my god! All right. Imagine this is Roger Roger Taylor's voice. I'm still in love with my car. (laughs) (laughs) I stare all night long. My wife's long gone. Left me for a real human. But this car is all I need. I'm aged seventy three. They took away my license. But I still have license to get on my knees and say, marry me, please. 
I've married my Mazda and we're still going <laughs> strong. Jesus Christ. The third <laughs> the third part to that is they get divorced. I've divorced my car. <laughs> I've been betrayed by four wheels. It I actually just, turns out my car can talk back. Now I love my train. Only two seventy five to ride. <laughs> and then, like he's well, he's seventy three in your version. Now he's like ninety five, and he's fucking the M train. And the conductor comes over, and he's like, oh, "This guy again. He's literally fucking my train." <laughs> Amazing way to end the episode. All right, guys, this is the end of the podcast. We were the Lyric Boys, and hopefully we still will be the Lyric Boys next week. But if we're not here, we've both died. <laughs> so, or listen. we've married our cars and ran away. Driven away. Fam, content hands at home. If you enjoyed this content, can you please take your hands, go to the internet, type in the Lyric Boys, find us on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you listen to podcasts, and subscribe or follow our podcast. What's in it for you? I'm glad you asked. No. So much is in it for you. You will never miss a Lyric Boys episode again. And some people might think that's torturous, but we think, hey, (laughs) that sounds fun. If you want to find more about the Lyric Boys, you can follow us all across social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at the Lyric Boys. We have a website, www.thelyricboys.com. That's it. If you want to sound off on anything we said today, or just want to tell us that we look pretty, or we don't look pretty, or that. Or you want to take a shot at fucking our cars. I got to email Andrew about that. Sexy little 2011 Honda Civic that's not actually mine, it's my girlfriend's, but. My car and I do not swing, but you can email us <laughs> at lyricboyspod at gmail.com. And that's it. We will be back next week with another amazing episode. And we just so appreciate you putting us on today. We love being here with you. We'd love it if you went steady with us. Please go study with the Lyric Boys and subscribe.